good to be with you today. Uh, thank you for joining us at Home Church. Sometimes it takes a disruption of our lives to actually help us grow. And so our prayer as a church is that during this time, we'll actually grow personally, we'll grow as a church, we'll grow as a community, and actually grow as a nation. But I will admit to you that the last few days have been a little hectic for me personally, for us as a church. We actually met on Tuesday, and on Tuesday we had a meeting, and at our Tuesday meeting we decided, hey, I think we can actually go ahead with our normal Sunday services. We should be okay. By Wednesday morning, things had changed dramatically, and we were questioning what can we do. By Wednesday night, we finally made the decision, now we're going to move our Sunday services online. My kids actually were still in school. They went to school Thursday. Thursday, we got the announcement that school's canceled for the foreseeable future. But then on Thursday afternoon, my daughter, she's a 16-year-old daughter. She has her driver's license. She actually asked me, hey, Dad, can I go to the movies with my friends? Now, the friends that she was going with are friends from church. And I'm actually glad. She has really good friends here from the church. They actually read Bible plans together. They pray together. They were going to go see the new Christian movie. So it was all a very positive thing. But she's asking, well, can I go to the movies in the middle of this virus pandemic? I don't know what the situation is for you. I don't know the situation that brought all this to a head. I don't know the disruption that's going on in your life. But I know we've all been asking ourselves the questions, well, how should I feel during this? And how should I act? And so what I'd like to do today is address some of those issues. For us as Christians, as a church, how should we be feeling and acting during the unique situation that we're in? And the first thing I think that we need to understand is that fear is normal. Fear is normal. And it's not necessarily a sin. In fact, fear is actually a positive thing. Fear is a good thing. It keeps us safe. When we feel that a fire is hot, we hopefully don't touch that fire. Fear is something that some of us actually need a little more of because we're a little reckless. And fear is something that some of us need less of because we freak out too much. When I was about six years old, uh, I had two older, older brothers. I still have two older brothers. But my two older brothers decided to build a bike ramp in the alley behind our house. And so they put down this kind of drum, put a board on it. I don't remember how high it is exactly, but I do remember at the time it seemed high. But then my brothers started riding their bikes and they were going over and they were jumping and they were landing and it seemed like a whole lot of fun. And I wanted to be my, like my cool big brothers. So I get on my little bicycle, I pedal as hard as I can, pedal as hard as I can, go up the ramp, boom, completely just flop right over the edge. I actually knocked two of my teeth out trying to jump this ramp like my brothers. In that situation, I needed a little more fear in my life. And the truth is, in the situation that we're in now, some of us need a little more fear. Some of us need to take seriously the situation that is going on. While as others of us need a little less fear, Others of us need to be a little less anxious and stressed out about what is happening. It's interesting in the Bible, the Bible says a few interesting things about fear. In Proverbs chapter 9, the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Actually says that we should have fear of the Lord. In Isaiah 41, it says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. This one says, do not fear. How does a verse that says, fear the Lord, and a verse that says, do not fear, go together? 
They actually go together perfectly when you understand what fear the Lord means. What fear the Lord means is that there is a God who is so gigantic, so amazingly powerful that when you understand the greatness of who God is, you can't help but fear that amazing God. However, if that God, that gigantic, powerful God is on your side, it takes away every other fear. Imagine like this. Imagine the biggest burliest, strongest person you know. Maybe like a gigantic WWE wrestler, like this gigantic brute of a person. If you're walking down the street and this gigantic brute of a person is your friend, then you feel very safe. Because anyone's going to try to mess with you, they got to go through that gigantic brute. And it's the same way with us and with God. If we understand that that gigantic, all-powerful God is on our side, then it can take away a lot of our fear. Which actually leads to the next point, which is that in order to kind of handle the situation, what we need to do is we need to rest in truth. And that word rest is important because when we truly understand and really believe these truths, they become the foundation of our lives and they enable us to rest. And these truths are things like that God is all-powerful. Now, we don't fully understand how that works. How can God be all-powerful? That's kind of beyond our comprehension. But over and over again in the Bible, it says that God is in control and we can rest in that truth. We also can rest in the truth that God is all-knowing. God knows what is going on. We may not fully understand what's going on. We can't often see what God is doing until things are already passed, but God knows what is going on and God is actively working in every situation. And we also know that God is actively working for the good of us and humanity because God is love. God doesn't just love sometimes. God is love. It's the nature of who God is to love every single person infinitely. That is a truth we can rest in. And finally, God is with us. Matthew 28, 20 says, I am with you always to the very end of the age. This says, I am with you when? Always. Always. Not when I'm feeling good or life is going good, then God is with me. No, God is with me always. Not when I've been acting good. Even if I'm not acting good, God is with me always. God actually doesn't promise an easy life. If we look at the scriptures, the most famous people in scriptures from King David in the Old Testament to Peter to Paul in the New Testament, even Jesus, their life was often difficult. But God was with them which enabled them to have a foundation of peace and security, no matter what was going on. And when we understand these truths, when we believe them, when they become the foundation, it enables us to have a different mindset. And actually, that mindset that we can have during this situation is that we can seize opportunity. One of the most uplifting things 
in this global pandemic, if there is such a thing as an uplifting thing in a global pandemic, which actually I believe there are, one of the most uplifting things is to hear the stories of how Christians and churches in places like China and Singapore and other places have stepped into this and they've used the opportunity to grow closer together, to reach out to their community and serve. And we have the same opportunity to follow their lead to use the ways they've modeled to seize opportunity. We can spend more time with our family and friends. I know a family from this church who some of their kids are gonna come back from college because the college is gone online. Some of their kids are out of school right here and they, they mentioned that they're probably gonna spend more time together in the next couple of weeks than they have in years in the past and maybe will for years in the future. We have a great opportunity to build relationships with our friends, with our family, with our neighbors. Maybe you can't get together with someone in person, but you can call them, you can video chat. If you're a grandparent, video chat your grandkids. If you're a grandkid, video chat your grandparents. We have the opportunity to connect in a way that often our life doesn't allow. Another opportunity we can, serve, we can seize is serving a friend or a neighbor. My family on Friday actually wrote a little letter out to all of our neighbors, put it in their mailboxes and said, hey, we're neighbors, we wanna be here to serve. We'll run errands for you, we'll do some yard work. We're around, we don't have things going on. We have opportunities to serve. Maybe there's someone in your community group that needs you during this time to help them out in some way. There are opportunities that we can seize to serve in our community. We also have the opportunity to spend time with God through things like prayer, reading the Bible. The truth is, if we wanna rest in the truths that we just talked about, we're gonna to have to spend time with God. We're gonna to have to spend time in prayer, praying, praying and asking God to work in our hearts, to work in our communities, to work in our nation, in our world. And we're gonna have opportunities, maybe even more time, to continue what we've started in the Red Letter Challenge of reading the Bible, we can continue that and growing, spend time to grow ourselves by knowing God more deeply through this. And finally, we can take time to rest. I know for many people, including myself, I, I have to be forced to rest. My nature is to go, 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 fill my life with all sorts of activities. Well, a lot of those activities have been canceled. And so it's a great opportunity to take a little bit of time and rest in my life. I want to end with one last verse that kind of sums up everything we've been talking about. And it's Ephesians 5, 15 and 16 says this. It says, be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. And I like the way this says that we need to be wise because the truth is we do. If the authorities say we need to stay apart from each other, we need to do that. Some of us need a little more fear to take things seriously, but some of us need to be wise and have a little less fear and rest in the truths that God is with us, which is why it also says make the most of every opportunity because we can be seizing the opportunities we have to build relationships with each other and to grow with each other. Now, I mentioned that my daughter asked about going to the movies. What I didn't mention to you is that my daughter actually has a chronic illness called Crohn's disease, and there's no cure, but there is a treatment. The treatment is she goes every seven weeks and gets an infusion of medicine, and that medicine allows her to live pretty normal, except it dramatically lowers her immune system. So she is much more susceptible to getting sick, 
And when she does get sick, it's much more severe than a normal, healthy 16-year-old. And the reason I tell you this is because this idea of a virus, it's not theoretical for my family. It's a real challenge. It's something that could cripple us with fear. And we do worry and we do pray that she doesn't get sick. We don't want that challenge in our lives, but we don't live our lives out of fear. Whether it was the right decision or not, we let her go to the movies. I don't know if I do that today or tomorrow, but we did. Because we don't live out of fear. Because we do know that God actually loves my daughter even more than I do. I mean, I have a hard time fathoming that, but I know that it's true. I know that it's true that God actually loves my daughter more than I do. And God is with her. Even when I can't be there to protect her, my God is with her. And so that is the mindset that we can have as Christians. We can know, we can rest in the truth that God loves us, that God is with us, that the all-knowing, all-powerful God is on our side. And because of that, we don't have to have fear and we can seize every opportunity to spend time with each other, to grow closer to God, and to serve those around us. That's our prayer for us as a church and our community during this time. Let's pray. God, we do thank you so much. Man, we thank you so much for how great you are. I I know I can't even fully fathom the greatness, the grandeur, the majesty of who you are as a God. But I pray that the truth of that, the truth of who you are, would wash over us, would create a foundation in us that allows us to be wise and make the most of every opportunity. We pray that you'd help us as a community to be lights where we are, to be lights that bring hope and joy to our communities that are able to serve, that are able to grow. God, we pray for our community during this time. We pray that you would help people during this time to know that you're with them and know that you love them. We pray that you'd help people to be wise. We pray for our government officials that you would help them be wise. We pray for healthcare professionals, public safety professionals. We pray that you would protect them during this time and we thank you for who you are as a God. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hey, again, I wanna thank you for being here. I wanna thank you for being here for Home Church. I wanna remind you again, if you want updates on what's going along with BlackRock Church, where we are, go to blackrock.org slash updates. Paulini mentioned earlier that there are ways that you can reach out to us. If there's needs in your community, you can email us. If there are ways that you wanna serve, you can email us as well. We want you to know that BlackRock Church is here for you. We're here for our community. And we actually have high hopes that we can grow closer to God, closer to each other, and closer as a community during this time. Have a good week. Thank you for watching Black Rock Sermon of the Week. We're so glad you found us, and we hope that this message helped you feel more connected to God. In talking about connection, we find that it's super important for people to be connected to others and to a community in order to grow in their faith. So if you're in our area, we wanna invite you to join us for one of our services. You can find out more about our times and locations right here on this webpage. And if you're not in the area, don't worry. We encourage you to join a local church where you are. There you'll find people who can walk alongside you and help you continue to grow in your faith. 
So we hope that you join us next week and thank you so much for watching.